And we are recording, lads. Way. Oh, we are fucking back. Tuna Putin. Tuna Putin as a whole. As a whole. As a whole and an extra one because we've got friend of the podcast, Danny, back to join us. Hey, that is that is me. I'm the, I'm the one who's not usually here. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Back by popular request. <laughs> From Name him. <laughs> I severely doubt it. Name him. <laughs> who was that one person? Yeah. Jim. Oh, Jim. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Jim won't yeah. be back. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Jim. Appreciate oh. that. No, thank you. Thank you for being here. Mm. It's a big. It was a major coup to get you in between podcasts. Kidnapped. Yeah. Kidnapped. Yeah. I've just recently found out that you had a podcast episode that almost three thousand people listen to, so that's a big scoop for the Yeah, I mean big scoop theoretically the they might come listen to yours. I don't know who they are. The Danny fans. The fans. There's about three thousand fannies out there ready to listen to your podcast. <laughs> Be nice to me and I will direct them in your in this <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, well, this this is Tuna Boot. Um, my name's Jim. We've got Liam here. Hi, Dougal. Hello, and of course Danny over there. Hello. And uh, yeah, we're we're all back together again for the first time in a long time, and oh. it's a it's a pleasure to be here. So obviously, podcast shit to get out the road. Like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Review. Yep. Five star us. Five star us. Get in touch. Links in the description of how to get in touch. You know. Do it. You won't. Because you never do. Yeah. See, see if uh, no one emails in the next month, I'll quit the podcast. There you have it, listeners. Ooh. No one message us in the next month. <laughs> For Christ's sake, don't do it. <laughs> Please, Danny, I see you with your phone. Stop it. <laughs> message my mum. I'm fine. I'm fine. All right. Um, Liam, how about hit us with an album recommendation? Album round. <laughs> what was that? Who? Uh, uh, Tim Allen. Anyway, uh, album recommendation of this episode <laughs> is <laughs> Jazz. So much when you quit, mate. <laughs> um, Jazz by Queen. Yeah. Um, my favourite track off of that is Mustafa, uh, in which Freddie Mercury sings in Arabic, and it's a fucking banger. Mm. Uh, it's also got Fat Bottom Girls, Bicycle uh, Race, and. Uh, a bunch of oh somebody uh, no not somebody of um, the other one that I always get that confused with someone help me out here you're my best friend nope no nothing Th- those songs aren't anything like <laughs> no I thought that someone said earlier sorry that's just about that love of my life no no the other the other big one um, we have to look it up now <laughs> what other what other songs does Queen have music <laughs> Queen's an amateur songs it? no no actually no. had it open um. Don't stop me now. Ah, oh, that's a good classic. That's a good one. Um, yeah, absolutely banging album. I'm recently going through all the old Queen albums and just checking out the the deep dives, and I'm having a great time. And you know what? After finding out that Roger Taylor's son is the drummer in Darkness, and realizing that Darkness has a Queen sound, I'm surprised I've not like found that out earlier. Like it's it's very 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 clear. Uh, it's a good time enjoy Queen enjoy jazz Mustafa is the song recommendation out of that album excellent well thank you very much for that Liam hope you all enjoy that and um, of course every week we have a real sponsor and this week this is a very exciting week (laughs) (laughs) this is really exciting because we have our very first in-house sponsor and I've hidden this from you guys but it's happening now Mm -hmm. and I'm very proud to tell you about this 
So this week, the Tuna Boot is sponsored by Jim Rainey's podcast host training seminar. <laughs> What's funny about that? <laughs> At the Grand Central Hotel on Gordon Street, Glasgow, on Wednesday the 7th of December. Now, if you come down there and bring some Tuna Boot merch, a boot with some tuna in it, or perhaps a tuna made of boots, you can get a prime numbered discount. Mm. Mm. It's a pay at the door scenario, so there's no tickets beforehand, so you just have to turn up there. So they don't need to email you at all? Oh, but please do, if you do, mrchinnabootagmail.com. But um, yeah, just let me know that you're coming, and um, yeah, doors open at 7 a.m. It's a whole day thing. There will, there, will, there, there will be a black light buffet. <laughs> Don't know what that is, but it sounded fancy. And, a, and an appallingly limited refreshment selection. There will be lessons on confidence, assertion, dictation, and the part of perfecting the brain dead pause. There are also sessions on how to rattle through the like and subscribe section and reading out advertisements. <laughs> if there's a podcast hosting you, I will rip them out through your gullet. <laughs> Mostly metaphorically, but gullet tearing cannot be fully ruled out. So join me for a full day of training, learning and growing as we collectively master the art of podcast hosting. Fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah, I'd like you to know, by the way, see if I was editing these lot um, and you'd done the, bra- uh, the brain dead pause joke, I would have cut that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, that's, that's good to know. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys there. Uh, it would be good to get to, to know all you, um, what, get to know some of the fannies and get to know some of the, the tunies. What are our fan base called? The booters. The booters. The, boot- the bootists. The, the, t- the TB sufferers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all hooked. It'll be, it'll be great to see you. Booties. 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 Little booties. Yeah, we got big booties, little booties. We love all of our booties. Legion mm, booties. So we're glad to see you there. And so today, let's just move into the meat of the episode, shall we? So I thought we would take a slightly more, not serious approach, but perhaps talk a bit deeper maybe bear our souls just a little bit for a change I'm so excited yeah. I don't know what's coming <laughs> alright so this is a first in what I hope to be a series of episodes that we do which will be called a tuna boot quote on and each episode one of us will bring a, a topic to the board we'll, to the board <laughs> to the podcast <laughs> uh, we're have a couple of quotes for you on that subject and then by the end of the episode, so this is a two-part, so by the end of each episode, we'll all try and come up with our own quote on that subject. Okay. All right, so cool. maybe, you know, obviously it'll still have our usual brand of hilarious, wet and random, no, off-the-wall nonsense. Yeah. But maybe we might, you know, just, just get a little, little bit serious for a minute or two in between that. What do you reckon, guys? You up for that? Cannot wait for this wankathon. Excellent. It is going to be quite a wanky episode. Alright, and this week's topic is happiness. I've got no experience in this. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. no? You've never been happy? No, Danny, honey. Uh, I, I, it's, it's, alright, I'll, I'll start off with a, a, d- a deep question. <laughs> That's why we brought him Yeah. <laughs> okay. I okay. knew there was a reason you brought me here. <laughs> He's got depth that is, none of us possess. <laughs> is there a difference between happiness and being content 
Now that's lovely, and I would love to dive into that, but it flies in the face of the format that I had. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which I don't was, want to break the format. No, the format is basically like that question. Remember it, because mm-hmm. I've written ten questions, but I'll get rid of one for that because that's a great app question. So basically, I'm going to start off with a quote on this subject to kick us off. And then we'll go into a bunch of questions, one of which was Danny's, which he made up on the fly. Jim Rennie, rigid as ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm here to break things up. <laughs> have you have you thought of another fish but tuna? That's um, that's the kind of thing I'm here for. Cod. Cod boot. Cod boot. Cod boot. The thrilling solo adventures of Dougal Thompson coming next year. Soul. Soul. Soul boot. Better. Mm. Better, yeah. much better. It feels See, a bit more on theme today, yeah. This mm-hmm. is why we work. Mm. If you leave the podcast, I'm leaving with you. That's <laughs> it. That is the dream. <laughs> Jim <laughs> solo episodes from now on. Because we all know how great they are <laughs> and how much happiness they bring. <laughs> Give uh, us so, your quote. Okay, so I'm going to kick us off with a quote from Alfred Hitchcock, who was, who was pretty good at making films. Now, no, no one for his happiness. Yeah, no, well, 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 we'll find out. So, <laughs> you might have heard this quote being played over the opening shots of the beautiful documentary Made of Stone, directed by Shane Meadows, the Stone Noses documentary. So you may have already heard this, if you've seen that, and you may just have already heard it, but regardless, you're going to hear it now. So, he was asked, Mr Hitchcock, what is your definition of happiness? To which the filmmaker answered, A clear horizon. Nothing to worry about on your plate. Only things that are creative and not destructive. I can't bear quarrelling. I can't bear feelings between people. I think hatred is wasted energy and it's all non-productive. I'm very sensitive. A sharp word said by a person, say, who has a temper, if they're close to me, hurts me for days. I know we're only human. We do go in for these various emotions, call them negative emotions, but when all these are removed and you can look forward and the road is clear ahead and now you're going to create something, I think that's as happy as I'll ever want to be. So he just, a, sorry, did he just come up with that on the spot in this interview? Yeah. That sounds that sounds nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that's obviously the definition of genius, like being able to come up with something like that on <laughs> yeah. on on like on just on the spot. That's mental. Yeah. So that was his, that's what he saw happiness to be. Be clear and unburdened by negativity, basically, and be free to create. And So what do you reckon to that? I, I, idea? I like the idea of the absence of hatred. Because mm. I think hatred is wasted energy. Mm. It is because you wind up hating something that's just entirely nonsensical. And there's no need to have that hatred in your life. Like, you can hate a person for jumping in front of you in a line or um, you know just something ridiculous like I've you know you get annoyed over the most fickle sort of things and I think when you don't have that that can be sort of leaning towards a happier state of mind Mm -hmm. if nothing else Mm. definitely I try and live hate free, but it's very hard. Yeah. Mm. Well, that would that would be why I'd think about the quote. It's like the idea of like not having. How did he describe the beginning of it? Not having any sort of um, like a clear horizon. Is that a how he described? Clear horizon. Yeah. It's. It doesn't feel realistic. It doesn't feel accessible. Like 
life day-to-day life is turbulent and there are things like that so it feels more like happiness should be in spite of it rather than an absence of it like you can be happy despite like you can have a an ocean that's very turbulent very wavy um hit by a storm but you can still be happy Mm. um yeah rather than external uh, like the, the external has to be good before you are happy internally i think we've done it all right well let's um <laughs> i think we've got our quote that was hey, pretty much fucking, that was pretty that was pretty fucking good <laughs> that was a pretty That's fucking quote yeah. i mean to be fair i did i did get lost um because the the whole like uh, ian brown going on concert with no band and just karaoke and, and i was just like that was not happiness so how dare they use that quote on their documentary but that was 10 years ago before this happened I, but you know like retrospectively so they should they, whenever they're making a documentary they should plan for any discretions anyone makes afterwards would that be a bad thing no that would make me happy <laughs> <laughs> alright so the way I saw this going was I would just basically I've got 10 questions we don't need to uh, no I've got 9 questions we don't need to use them all no. but I think Danny's question was a good one to start with yeah Danny do you remember it and can uh, you yeah. remind us of it? What is the difference between happiness and con- being content? Because uh, to me, happiness is momentary. Like mm. having a delicious cake. You know it. You have it. You go, I'm quite happy right now. Mm. But being content is a more sort of um, overall thing. Like, are you just content? Like everybody can get angry, upset, sad, depressed, all of the various things at different points of their day. But overall, the sort of average of your happiness, is it good? That would be... If you're happy on average, that would be contentment. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Like uh, contentment's almost like a plateau, and you're happy with that plateau. Mm. I, I should be writing these down. I mean, <laughs> this is a plateau. I mean, this is a we're, we're cooking with gas already, lads. I think, yeah, maybe happiness in in the um, sort of guise that you're placing it there is more like being intensely content with something where you just get that moment of contented but it just sort of elevated a little bit in that and it's I think happiness maybe then is more fleeting than being content yeah you can be content content for a sustained period but in that period again you can rise to this happiness that is this sort of like almost the top of a hill and then you come back down to this content afterwards I'd say that happiness is um, uh, almost sorry I lost it for a second uh, contentment is the goal happiness is almost just incidental yeah mm. yeah mm. yeah that's good that's good mm-hmm. that's good do you want to replace Liam on your contentness is the goal you, you've incentivised me not to email him <laughs> <laughs> so what did you say contentness is the goal happiness is um, what did, how did, you what did I say again momentary didn't you no it was um, uh Everybody Inc- listen and rewind. Incidental. <laughs> incidental. Happiness is the goal. Happiness is incidental. Yeah. Happiness well, is kind of like the peak. Yeah. Well, Ex- that's the thing. Yeah. If you speak about a plateau, there's still more mountains each side of you. Yeah. That's your happiness, but you're always coming back down to that plateau. Yeah. And then sometimes you'll stub your toe and you're you're under. You're under content. Yeah. But it's fine because you'll go back up. If you're a, a happy, con- if you're a content person, after you've stubbed your toe and that's subsided you'll come back up so is happiness just trying not to stub your plateau 
Yes, sorry. <laughs> F, 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 no, I, I liked that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I liked it down. That's happiness from Jim there. That's it, that's as good as it gets. That's the, that's the title of the episode. Um, it's not. I had to message these guys the other day. I stopped my talk three times in ten minutes. Ooh, it was a that's too many times. Yeah, but you wouldn't have been happy for those ten minutes. No, no. If anything, I was uh, very, very. But between depressed. them, did you think? Well, overall, in life, I'm doing. No, right. no, that, no. That would be interesting if, in that moment, you're like, oh, you fucker, and someone put a microphone in your face and said, "Are you happy?" You, of course, would say no. Mm-hmm. But if you thought, obviously, wait, what if Liam stubbed his toe? And then somebody put a microphone in his head and went, "Are you content?" <laughs> you might you might think about it differently though. Exactly. You might go, That's "Well, I mean, true, yeah, yeah. this will pass. Don't worry about it." <laughs> well, I tell you what, we've got a microphone. Do you want to boot the side of this table <laughs> with your unguarded foot and see what happens? <laughs> <laughs> Liam, are you happy? Or are you, are you happy? Well, I can tell you, I'm definitely not happy. Right? <laughs> are you content? Well, I, I, if you talk about contentment, I'm content that it's now over. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, this has gone so much better. Than I <laughs> we won't need all these questions. But there you go. That's that's the that can be a thing as well. You're content that it's over. Mm-hmm. Periods of intense pain that drag you down from happiness or contentment. You can then be content because it's done. <laughs> and it's like, well, I'm content because I'm not feeling quite as shit as I did. <laughs> and then that brings you up, and that's like that's what you say. I suppose the goal could be being content as opposed to yeah. reaching for this never ending dream that might not come yeah mm. I mean if you what the fuck oh, fi- actual actually see anything what happened there fireworks fire fire fireworks there wow is it in the back garden it's that, the, right here sorry I mean, we are looking at we'll pause this I'll keep it it's brilliant podcasting yeah yeah we're, we're, we've all fucked off <laughs> <laughs> and they've ended perfect and that's happiness for nice. me that's, that's it and that's how fleeting it is yeah we're that happy ha- for a second but for the rest of the podcast we'll be content no I think it's happiness and it sort of it guides into schadenfreude there mm. where everyone gets up to see some lovely fireworks just as they end yeah <laughs> happens a lot of times and well, that just makes me really happy <laughs> happiness is as I'm, fleeting as a firework outside the window and unfortunately oh, and I, I don't know yeah. how you feel about this Jim but uh, I now feel discontent because I didn't see any of the fireworks <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw one you saw one yeah. that, that no, I'm not, I'm not gonna I saw the majority of them so I'm quite happy yeah <laughs> the perfect seat the guest seat I know yeah. perfect yeah. Seat. that's what we promise when you come in a guest on our podcast <laughs> the fireworks seat <laughs> the Katy Perry seat as it's colloquially known we will plateau your content <laughs> if nothing else <laughs> I'm quite content that this might be the most exciting episode we've had in a while <laughs> we've already someone's kicked the table on purpose <laughs> and there's been some unseen fireworks <laughs> it's been pretty good I, well, honestly, were you s- me and you watching the Queen's funeral live for four episodes <laughs> wasn't a good episode no <laughs> alright so, so part of the idea for this is we will take a wee break and we're at 20 minutes how long should we go 40 minutes 45 go 45 okay so halfway through I thought what I would do quickly before we return to the questions which we've basically already answered most of them but um, how about I read you some quotes on happiness yeah, from brainyquote.com oh alright this one's from the my good friend and yours the Dalai Lama <laughs> happiness is not something ready made it comes from our own actions oh, fuck me oh oh fireworks fuck you Dalai 
And again, perfect. <laughs> See, I'm an audience. I'm quite content because I've already seen the fireworks, so I've not got up. <laughs> this is the most dynamic episode we've ever had. <laughs> it's, the most, it's the most physical. <laughs> Instead of re- reaching over for the beer. Welcome to the most physical podcast episode. <laughs> All right, I'll read you another one from Mahatma Gandhi. Um, solid. Happiness is when what you think what you say and what you do are in harmony so I feel like that's more happiness is moral like if mm. you if you morally line up your actions morally line up with what you believe you're happy but I, 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 there's something there with um, like morality and happiness at work and all that as well I think there's something quite into, uh, quite linked in that sense with the fact that I've recently started working for a charity and it does make you feel good when you sign someone up to help people you're not just blindly taking their money for nothing mm. but I suppose it's the same if you you know someone really wants a Jaeger bomb and you give them that yeah I don't know I, I feel I feel like no, I, no, <laughs> I feel like that's very uh, I don't know how, I don't know how to explain it like duh, 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 everything's got to be done like this Um Whereas I feel like happiness is a little bit more sporadic. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that you've everything's got to line up. It just happens. Yeah. 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 Unpredictable. I think the most happy you can be is when something you're not prepared for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it can come out of out of the shadows almost. I think happiness is more. Um, it's not ethereal. What's the other one? The the playwright. The play term. Ephemeral. Ephemeral. Mm. Yeah. I think I think happiness is ephemeral. Ephemerality. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because that's one of the the questions I had here, which Dougal's already touched on, is that is happiness more fleeting than rage, sadness, or hopelessness? Because I feel negative emotions generally, per- just personally, I latch on to them and, and keep them with me. Like, and the, and, the, and the, the slightest thing could fuck me off for days, and I'll be constantly thinking about it. But then again, whenever I feel happy, in the sense of everything right now is as I'd like it to be, mm. and I'm not hurting anyone, that state, that joy, I find very difficult to grasp. Mm. I've, I personally think that that is about uh, to do with society, um, because it was a thing that I was reading, um, Pater Monte, that was saying that schizophrenia in, um. The in like the kind of more tribal communities over in Africa and that is seen as a good thing, and that the voices in people's head uh, heads are more positive voices, and they're telling them to do things that are uh, better. Mm. Um, but over here, it's more a depressive thing, mm. and that, and it's more focused on the West, the the Western like society and civilization, and that, and like anger and rage and all that kind of stuff that coming up more frequently than happiness could just be how we're brought up in the society that we're in that's very interesting do you think and I'm just I'm just you know I'm just spitballing here you're just a guy at a table man. I'm just a guy at a table <laughs> but do you think that might have something to do and I'm broadly stereotyping mm-hmm. but um, eastern culture mm-hmm. is a lot more spiritual than Western culture, I think, on the whole. Yeah. And do you think it has something to do with the spiritual side of it? I think it, more more spirituality, less 
like capitalism that kind yeah. Of, yeah yeah absolutely yeah well, it's the well, capitalist monsters that are going on us yeah well capitalism rewards uh, adversary to like contentment like yeah. you can't be a, a content capitalist you're wanting expansion you're just wanting more and more and more yeah at so, the detriment of others yeah. yeah most of the time well this leads me on to yet another question which I feel like I'm really running through these quite quickly, but we've, we'll be fine, don't you worry about it. One <laughs> uh, of the questions I had here was, do slash does material things slash money make you happy? Right, now I've got two feelings on this, because, no, I don't think it should, but also it does, yeah. and I love it. Mm. <laughs> Especially yeah. money to do things that do make me happy, like go yeah. to gigs, like gigs, again, ephemeral, happiness. Yeah, hand yeah, in hand 100%. can't do that without money it's getting a bit annoying that I've got to pay so much money to do it but I'm still getting that, that short burst of happiness but that also links back into the previous thing where maybe we're getting conditioned to get these sparks of happiness through capitalism I think that that, that more leans back to happiness being momentary uh, like moment, like it's, a, it's just a thing that happens briefly like if you buy something for yourself with money you're momentarily happy, but does that add to your contentment? Mm. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it does. Like, so... <laughs> Don't bog us down with the specifics, Jim. <laughs> what? Sorry, I was typing. As I said. That, that wasn't my whole point. Um, so sometimes, because there's things that I want to learn about and know about and have experienced, and in order to do that, be it albums be it films be it whatever things that nourish me intellectually spiritually cost money so they do build up a sort of a, a, I don't know what you call it but like a, a reserve of things that do make me happy society and capitalism have put us in that position where we've got to pay for the things that do make us happy mm-hmm. uh, if, if we were to go able to go to gigs and go see movies and everyone could just do the things that they enjoyed and made them happy then happiness wouldn't be fleeting well they think you're talking about hedonism like the, the 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 end point of that would be a button that you could press that would give you an orgasm every time then you'd be happy you know press that you're happy press like that the, you're happy like the mouse in that the, the experiment yeah that they, they would press that until they starved to death that's then that would be happiness all the time and I would but starve I, to death I, in an instant <laughs> <laughs> would you die happy <laughs> <laughs> no well, but that's, I, no, that's I, an interesting uh, yeah no I get what you're saying no absolutely. yeah like that's the, that would be the end point of you getting being able not worrying about money and being able to have a happiness hit every single time mm. but that that's why it's different from contentment yeah by being able to content to not have to push that button every single time you know get on with your life and do other things no but is that so more stimulus than happiness well that's what I'm saying happiness mm. happiness if you were to separate the two happiness and contentment you would be talking about happiness being more stim- stimulating yeah. than like overall you've, you've mm. very nicely been able to answer your own question from the start of the podcast <laughs> Mm-hmm. the um, difference between happiness yeah. and content <laughs> well I, that's what I think I think that I'm not always happy but I'm usually content and I suppose like the, the those extra stuff that we are talking about the, st- the stimuli and all that that is happiness at its peak <clears throat> and not happiness that we get from our everyday lives yeah well like, that, the happiness from everyday life would be contentment and like that's that's what you should aim for yeah. happiness is nice mm-hmm. but like you want to be overall content and you don't need money to be content all the time that, that's that's something you can do in your own yeah. head yeah uh, and 
you can also still be happy by buying yourself a treat every so often and do, doing that sort of stuff but as long as you're overall content yeah well, there you go. This is well, the word, well, <laughs> I, 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 I haven't in the word content quite so much but I think it's an interesting it's the perfect kind yeah. of thing and I think I've tried to touch on that with question doesn't matter what number it is with this question <laughs> which is is joy the emotion and happiness the state but I think we've answered that by saying happiness is the emotion contentment is the state yeah, yeah. I would say that yeah so we've done that because you could be content throughout your whole life you could have a lovely life you have all of the loved ones you need a job that you enjoy and if you stubbed your toe you yeah. would be unhappy in that moment but that wouldn't mean that you are unhappy in your life yeah Mm. Alright, so what what would force you out of contentment into a state of discontent in that situation? What would have to happen to you? Is is happiness or contentment contingent with your surroundings and your situation? Or is it something you can always create despite what's happening? I think a way to to become discontent is to think of happiness and content as the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like if you think of those stimuluses the reason you're you like you're content is that you, I'm content as long as I'm always eating cake or I'm always going to see a gig or seeing a film I love, then you're going to become unhappy because every time you're not doing that thing, you you think of yourself as um, lesser. It's like it's like aiming for the first hit you have of a drug or something like that every time you're not quite getting there and if you put that as this is the only <laughs> time I'm happy every time you're not then hitting you're not hitting that yet you're then. trying to find a way to hit yeah and you just can't quite get there yeah, and it's yeah your contentment like is then defined over. by your peak happiness yeah I think happiness in its truest form should be simple and I think that we are very conditioned to believe that happiness does have to do with buying an album and or you know getting to go and see something um, happiness can be as simple and moments that I'm happiest are probably like and for fuck's sake this better be the episode she listens to um, like you know cuddle it, giving Ali a cuddle at the end of a hard day that can oh. be that can be happiness more than buying something I want actually is. Yeah. but oh, I think there's cool. almost a sense of that is content because your 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 happiness is almost from the fact that you've got a stable relationship throughout your line. It's the yeah. through line of your happiness is that you have this bedrock. Yeah. yeah. So there's almost like a the, the purest happiness is when you realise that you are a content person who is like yeah. doing well and is enjoying life as much as they can. But I think sometimes you can I mean we're all in fairly to sustainably stable relationships and the fact that half of the people at this table are engaged. Yeah. Um, you know that like there can be times where you see the person you love and there is that crescendo in your head it's like all the fucking music's playing at once and everything mm. just goes to that point that is just wonderful yeah and I think sometimes as a society we don't appreciate that as much as happiness as it maybe should be yeah and there's like I agree that contentment is sort of we shouldn't maybe aim to always be like reach for those highs of happiness and we should yearn for the stability of contentment yeah but um i think we should more we should be able to appreciate those more those moments of crescendo in giving someone a cuddle or seeing someone that you've not seen in a long time coming to tuna boot yeah. when we haven't been able to do it in a while and sitting in that room and walking through the door and knowing that you three are going to be here mm-hmm. 
that's a that's a big Bustang. form of happiness. That's why I said you three. Oh shit! There's yeah. only two of you. I'm dyslexic. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought he counted me twice. Too. <laughs> I usually do, but that's because of your I thought he counted himself. Three D hair. So. <laughs> I do have three D hair. Feel like I could touch it. <laughs> oh, you can and should. But no, um, I mean, I've turned up. It's audible. I've seen my, <laughs> I've okay. seen my family has started phoning my mum and dad a lot more recently, and it has made me feel a bit more like a, a lot more happy, uh, especially like uh, coming out of COVID and all that. Like it's yeah, it's, it's been yeah, it's been very different. I mean, I, like pre-COVID, I'd phone mum that all the time, and that would feel like enough. And then not getting to see is like see mum and dad. Like actually face to face, that was that was difficult, mm. and like I feel like there was a big cultural reset at that point, and everyone's like, like even us like going out to the park and shit, um, and then moving through to Glasgow, it's I don't know, um, <laughs> but it's it's been I don't know. Do we release that kind of information? <laughs> but. Uh, that you've moved to Glasgow. Yeah, the it's listeners. A, it's know. a big city. They won't be able to find yeah, you. I don't know. The listeners, <laughs> we've, we've spoke about it on the podcast. Before. Right. Okay, that's fine. I, I, I can't. I, I can't keep up with this kind of stuff. I'm normally fucking. Stupid. I haven't listened in years. <laughs> <laughs> no um, idea what goes on. But you know what I mean. Like, uh, you, you, you're right. Like, we we do get the burst of happiness, like through other things, but happiness and contentment, like, it needs it needs to come back down to happiness being contentment and the people that do realise that which during this podcast Danny you've given me a wee you've given me a wee something to think about like it is it is it can be the same thing well a person who pursues like those peaks of happiness Mm -hmm. as like the borderline would be an addict any Mm -hmm. person who like if you said like if you're if you're uh, your peak of happiness is the hit and that's all you want then you're an addict if you're the peak of happiness is somebody who buy stuff every time they want to be happy, and that's their default. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a shopping addict. You yeah. know it, that mm. that's uh, what addiction is. It's like thinking that your contentment is at the peak of happiness when it isn't. It needs to be like that's not to like I said earlier. It's not to rule out happiness as a good thing. No. You should absolutely have peaks of happiness, but you should also allow yourself to be angry and allow yourself to be sad, and then always settle down at a level of contentment, at yeah. a level of high contentment where you're. Yeah. Oh, you know that no matter what emotion you're going through, you'll come back to the base point of being content. We need to reset contentment as happiness, and then happiness as elation. Yeah, and have that oh, sort of yeah, cultural yeah. reset to get. I think, dear listeners, this might be the most important episode of Tuna Boots. <laughs> if you're struggling, have a listen because this is for people who are mainly content some of the time. Try like strapping some good shit. I would like to. I'd like to add to that, Danny. Has everyone, anyone ever told you that you're an owl? That is your spirit animal. I've never been told my spirit animals now. Um, I ha- until this moment, yeah. because you sense. can see all around you. Very wise. Just, oh, just so your you know, neck I tried. almost your neck almost went 180 there. <laughs> For the listeners, Harry just spun his head 360 degrees. I, I gave it a good go. I mean, that's why I was able to see the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> the windows behind them. <laughs> right, well, at this juncture, how about we have another wee quote and then one final question to round off this episode? How does that sound? Yeah, right, good. Great. 
Right, so this is from, and I'm, apologies, I don't know who this person is, uh, Denis or Dennis, D-N-I-S, uh, Wakely, says, Happiness cannot be travelled to, owned, earned, worn or consumed. Happiness is the spiritual experience of living every minute with love, grace and gratitude. I think that worked. I think that a lot we spoke about about that. We covered that, didn't we? Yeah. Um, I also think <laughs> happiness in a moment for me is the fact that you've prepared this and never bothered your arse to check who that guy was. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true happiness. Because... <laughs> Happiness for me because I don't have to do any more. Yeah. I, I sounded clever. I had to do nothing to achieve it. Three hundred and sixty degree happiness, right there. I, I think I think the the key word in that is gratitude, though. Like, yeah. yeah, taking stuff for granted, that is the downfall. Like, yeah, um, because I mean, I it's again once uh, like getting to see everyone again. It was that it was the it wasn't taking that for granted. With mm. the gratitude in there. Well, but, I think that anything that's any, any sort of stability, like family, mm-hmm. is is contentment. And if you do if you do take that for granted, you're you're not realizing that your happiness is like having people in your life that are, are there constantly. Yeah. Uh, that that you have to go back to. Yeah. And if you take it for granted, yeah, you're you're not a, you're not a very content person. Yeah. Well, this leads into the final question of this episode, which I'm. Just, Realise we don't have enough time, perhaps, to discuss. But Let's do it. the question is: Is happiness a lack of unhappiness? Do we need negativity to appreciate the positive? No. Cool. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Um, but no, like I think again, we've—I I can't believe how quickly you just covered everything I'd thought of. Um, all it is. But um, Boom, what, give me a wee bones. miles ahead bones of the curve. You're using your streets ahead. You bones. Boom, <laughs> boom. But um, no, but you know, you know what I mean. Like, do you? Because that kind of basically what you were saying there about the fact that you you take certain situations for granted, and then once it's taken away, you know, you realise how good. You, like literally, Johnny Mitchell. You don't know what you've got till it's gone. Type yeah, of thing. Yeah, is it? Is yeah. obviously that's not entirely what happiness or contentment is. But you need. I think you need. And this is all just cliche laden bollocks but I think it all works like you need the rough of this movie you need, like you can't but then automatically you, wake up going you, ah, this is fucking great you, you need that struggle you get you? enough of that in everyday life anyway yeah that's what I'm saying it's, it is I'd say if you focus too much on happiness that you, you lose contentment and like there can be times where if you lose something you, you do really like realise what the baseline of that is like what the baseline of happiness is yeah like um, and it is I mean it's not a nice way to realise it but sometimes you do need reminded. You're like, if you're like, oh, I, I, I need to buy this thing. That's the only thing I think of. And then you, you like lose something that's very valuable to you, uh, or someone that's very valuable yeah. to you. It, it can be like you remind you that perspective-wise, is like, well, no, actually, happiness isn't that. that buying that momentary happiness isn't important. Yeah. Well, it's you, the st- stability that's important. Yeah. Well, do you think happiness or contentment is achievable without any negativity at all? Uh, I mean, you'd probably have to be a Buddhist monk to be able to figure that out. <laughs> like to be able to to be able to appreciate everything all of the time would require um, almost. It seems like it would require more concentration than it's worth. Yeah, um, it yeah. seems like it's something again. It goes back to that East-West divide in mm-hmm. spirituality versus capitalism. Essentially, mm-hmm. um, I think the main the main thing to do is obviously there are moments where you get reminded uh, like the importance of contentment and the importance of happiness 
the opposition of that is getting bogged down in the rough and not being able to mm-hmm. be smooth because our whole culture, our whole mainstream media is obsessive around the idea of the rough. Mm-hmm. And then at the end going, oh, look, a pig had a baby with four eyes. Like, it's it's ridiculous <laughs> nonsense like that it's, where you it's, have it's the wild happiness that, segment. Yeah, it's wild that that is what they class as, like, the happiness segment and all that. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, I, I think that there should be a little... I, I do agree. I think that you probably do need a bit of that rough to remind yourself of, you know, the, the smooth, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't get bogged down in it because that's when you can lose that contentment that's so important in just getting up and smiling as opposed to getting up and frowning I as, as the last thing for me I, I do think that you should try to get rid of the negatives that you can yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's worth having the negatives uh, to, uh, to to appreciate the stuff because like you're always going to have negatives in your life but a vast majority of that you can cut out your life you can uh, make your life more positive uh, and it's it's all the little things mm. I would say that it's, it almost comes back to the Alfred Hitchcock thing at the um, beginning where he's talking about a That's... plain a plain ocean yeah um, and there's no there's well, no turbulence done, by the thank way. you <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much I was quite proud of it while I was thinking about it I slapped myself on the back while I was thinking about it um, like the the contentment um, it's like oh, I, oh it'd be easy to be um, content and happy if there was no turbulence but knowing that like as much as happiness is momentary um, any negative things that you feel is also momentarily uh, mo- like a momentary thing so that coming back you s- even though you feel these things you're going to feel these things no matter what happens you, you could feel sad you could feel angry but knowing that it, um, as long as you're healthy and you're, you're focused you'll go back to that stability of contentment yeah absolutely alright and on that note we're going to wrap up our first part of our discussion on happiness in the second part got a couple more questions a few more quotes and then we'll spend the latter half of that episode I've written a bunch of the quotes you've came down came down with a bunch of happiness quotes you've came down with uh, we'll discuss those maybe pick our favourites and maybe select one as the all-encompassing theory or not mm-hmm. whatever it, makes us happy it's interesting it's taken us two and a half <laughs> years to figure out we could make a point <laughs> two and a half years to get to a point well done boys nonsense and sincerity are not mutually exclusive necessarily yeah. mm-hmm. lay. Oh, lay. I like that that's a good quote yeah. I hope you wrote that one down I don't I thought, well, I've already forgotten it. <laughs> I, I don't need to pee rewind the listeners listener rewind to get that quote yeah. <laughs> uh, on that note thank you so much for listening please do like and subscribe like we say rating us five stars will give us happiness that fleeting mm-hmm. peak um, but if not just listen and be happy right. well if you take a utilitarian approach you will try and maximise the amount of happiness for the most amount of people in that case do do what he said and yeah. I sounded smart then because I just read a book recently very util- utilitarian that was very utilitarian what was, was, it, was, it, was it a dictionary? no it was Michael Shearer's book about philosophy good book that is a good book isn't it? good book good book love it what a perfect way to end this episode with what we always end the podcast with that you're only a breath Away from death. Yeah. Happy William. Diggle. Danny. And I will be Jim. Chinaboot. 
Skip, 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 skip,